Amen. Now I want you to please turn your Bible with me uh, to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 20. If somebody is there, you can read just only verse 14. Exodus 20, 14. Exodus chapter 20, verses 14. Thou yes. shalt not commit adultery. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Brethren, in our series on the Ten Commandments, yesterday we stopped at commandment number six. And that commandment number six tells us, Thou shalt not kill. And so today is, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Now, the first question you ask is, Adultery, what does it mean? Adultery is when a married uh, man or woman uh, begin to have um, illicit affairs outside of the married context with somebody that is, that is not his wife or that is not her husband. God frowns against this completely. God hates it because it is a sin, a grievous sin in the sight of God. And you see, if you look at the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you will observe that it is one of the grievous sins that, that, that actually lead to destruction of many and that actually lead to the destruction of even of the, of the first generations and then the likes of um, you know, the generation of Adam. Now, every act of adultery, um, they are they are thought process. And this thought oftentimes, they stems from, they stem from the nature of sin. Now, also, they, they, they lost, like we read yesterday in the book of James, chapter one from verse 12, lost. So internally, anybody that is, that is dealing with this lost, Anybody that is under the influence of the spirit of lust, um, they, they, they face challenges like this. Now, you also need to understand that our unclean spirit that is, that is avowed to defile people before God. And so they go about looking for a way to lure people into adultery. Now, Every one of us as children of God, we must be very wise. We must be very wise. Let's take a clue from the case of Abraham in the book of Genesis. Abraham, after the Lord had called him, uh, we see that towards the end of Genesis chapter 11, and then in chapter 12, the Lord began uh, our relationship, began to open his eyes, to understand his plans for, for him. Uh, but then it turns out that there was one family here and there. Abraham decided to take his journey to Egypt. And while he was there, uh, again, the Bible tells us that in the book of, uh, you know, there are instances where God saved, uh, saved, saved uh, Abraham and his wife. In chapter 20, God saved Abraham and his wife, particularly uh, the wife. 
Now, you will ask yourself this question. Why would this, why would God intervene? It tells you how God frowned against that evil habit. God doesn't like a situation whereby um, the person that is not your wife, you're having whether carnal knowledge of her. God hates that. Or the person that is not your husband. Now, this law is, this commandment is not an old principle. If you check in our present day world today, these things are still rampant. And it makes God to be hungry with humanity. Now, we see also see even in the book of Genesis chapter 12, from verse 10, how he also went, uh, the case of Abraham. So there's the case of, I mean, the case of Pharaoh, and there's the case of Abimelech. And then if you talk about Isaac, the same thing. Isaac too, when he lied that it was his own sister too, we also see that God redeeming. Why would God prevent Abimelech or the king of Pharaoh? Or why would God strike you know, these people because of their wife? Because God doesn't want them to commit adultery. In fact, Abimelech said, but I did it in the integrity of my heart. God said, yes, I know. That's why we told you from touching her. Can you see? It tells you how much God is interested in keeping you pure. God will do everything possible to make sure that you don't sin against him. Now, as some people that are married and those that are yet to be married, each one of us have the responsibility of staying away from the sin of adultery. Everybody have that responsibility. We live in a world where a lot of things, you know, uh, you know, could provoke or could, could trigger such. Uh, we must not give in to excuses. And in the name of Jesus, we will not be caught in the trap of adultery in Jesus' name. That is not our portion. That is not the portion of our children or any of our brethren in Jesus' name. Now, Paul says something also. Paul says something. He said, anybody that cannot, uh, you know, instead of burning, you should go and get married. Why would Paul say that? Paul said that because even in the generation of Paul, this was also an issue. And that's why, for instance, in the redeemed Christian Church of God, if, uh, you know, if, 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 a, if a woman you know, becomes uh, a widow at a tender. They encourage her to still go and get married. Yes, on the same demand. Now, I pray for all the married men and women in the house. You will not lose your spouse. You will not become a widow. You will not become a widower. Your children will not be fatherless. Your children will not be motherless. In the name of Jesus, brethren, we must be very wise. We must be very wise. Now, the Bible said, thou shalt not commit adultery. It is very clear. So uh, adultery can be the, 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 the very act of it or the thought of it, but it begins with the thought of it first before the act. It begins with the thought of it. As a married woman, another man is asking you to go have lunch with him. Uh, excuse me, my question to you is, what business do you even have with that man in the first place? Your colleagues at work is telling you, oh, can we have lunch together? 
and you you can't discern you know that there's a there's a fire on the on uh, on the mountain no no you refuse that because she's not he's not your husband as a married man a woman and a married another whether single or married woman is asking you to go have a lunch or all the time you're always sitting together at work or in whatever school or whatever places you go to you see, all relationships get built when people spend time together. There was a particular Monzaya movie that we watched, and this woman was not very careful. Gradually, gradually, the boss was beginning to express interest in her. But, uh, you know, she thought, you know, she didn't pay attention. And then gradually, gradually, she began to fall for him. And then he would buy different gifts and buy different things just to lure her. Uh, she tried to resist, but you know what? Her husband also observed a little bit change of her attitude and lifestyle. But of course, when the husband wants to bring it up, of course, she will turn it into fighting and nagging and all of that. But at the end of the day, she fell. Our sisters, our brothers, you will not fall into the sin of immorality. None of us will be a victim in the name of Jesus. And then that was when our eyes opened. It took God's grace to restore that home back. So, brethren, we must be very careful. Jesus Christ tells us, as we also learned in the past, that he says, thou shalt not commit adultery. But he said, I tell you, the mere fact that you look at the woman and you lost after her, then you have committed adultery in your heart. And that's talking about the man. So we must be very careful. And that's why for husband and wife, you have responsibility to each other. Yes, you have responsibility to yourself. You must look after both of each other. And in the name of Jesus, nobody will be victim of adultery in our midst in Jesus' name. Now, we as parents, we must teach our children. We must educate them. We must teach them the fear of the Lord. We must teach them there are many there are many wicked women all around the street looking for the life of young boys to destroy. Yes, the book of Proverbs describes them. He said the way to a house is the way to hell, to death. There are many of them all over the world. Many, many of them. The Proverbs describe it. They are everywhere. And that's why many, many young boys have been destroyed. I know we know, we know of one. Uh, who who was who was uh, building relationship with uh, with a woman that could do about to his mother, and I remember at that time the Lord opened our eyes. First, we perceived it like it wasn't a dream or vision. We perceived it, and I remember I one day I called him. I said, "This is uh, who is this woman you are talking to on the phone all the time." Is she your mother? I oh, know, so, but you just say as a mom, like a mommy. <laughs> like a mommy. And gradually. Never, we didn't even know that he had actually even lived with her in another province before coming to this city. Yes. And so they, they continued their evil relationship while, while he left that place. I mean, I said the last report that I had. And then even after I, you know, we perceived it, I recall that there was a particular revelation the Lord showed me concerning that boy. And I called him, I told him, 
I said, this is what I was, ah, it was still denying. But I said, the last time that I had a that boy, it wasn't a good story. My land, he now smokes and does. I think I even also learned he went to jail. I don't know what the story now. Please, young brothers, like Joseph, Joseph, like Joseph, say, how can I do this such evil and sin against God? We must have youth, children, men, women, like Joseph, who will say, no, I cannot do this evil and sin against God. We are going to pray. If you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to know, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except you are born again, you can't be free from all these temptations that are all around you. It is the spirit of God that guides. Like I have shared, any one of you that, that, that is a part of this house, you know I've shared many of my stories several times. So if you are not born again, I tell you it is the spirit of God that guides. It's the spirit of God. I remember when the Holy Spirit told me, he said, the glory ahead of you is greater than the temptation today. And I knew what happened. While I was doing my NYC back in Nigeria, I knew what happened. And so many other instances. So you are going to pray. If you are not born again, I want you to surrender your life to Jesus. I want you to ask Jesus to come into your life. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, Fill me with your spirit. Remove the desire for sin out of my heart and plant the desire for righteousness in my heart. Thank you for saving my soul. Lord, as many that have prayed this prayer, you know them. Please forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, I pray, let it be well with them. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, we have um, three prayer points to pray. And I'd like us to quickly unmute our devices as we pray. Your first prayer, Paul, you are going to say, Father, Father I thank you for thank sending you. your word unto me. Let's go ahead and make that our prayer this morning. Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me, your word of life, your word of life, your word of life. Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me, who is like unto thee. I give you glory. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, I want you to know all the youth and singles in the house, there is time for everything. You are going to pray, every one of us. You are going to say, Father, Father. in the name of Jesus. Please deliver me from the thoughts, from the desire, and loss for immorality. In the name of Jesus, make that your prayer. Father, deliver me from the thoughts, from the desire, and from the loss for immorality. Deliver our children, deliver our youth, deliver our men, deliver our women, deliver our singles. In the name of Jesus, that is responsible for immorality. The Lord of hosts will book you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts will book you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts
go frown at adultery. You must not commit it in your heart. You must not commit it in the acts. You must not commit it in your heart. You must not commit it in the In Jesus' name, we are praying. The last prayer you are going to pray and say, Father, deliver all our men. Deliver all our men. Deliver all our women. All our women. From the trap of adultery. Deliver all our singles from the trap of adultery. Make that your prayer. In the name of Jesus. Lord, deliver all our men, deliver all our women, deliver all our singles, deliver all our youth, deliver our children in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I wanted to ask the Lord, you can mute your device, ask the Lord what you want him to do for you as we pray together. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. King of glory, Lord of Lord El Shaddai, I thank you for your word that you have sent unto us this morning. Let this word profit your children. As you go out today, the Lord will guide you. The Lord will preserve your going in and coming out. Your going in and coming out is blessed. In the name of Jesus, no evil shall befall you. No evil shall befall your family. Every trap of the wicked, you will not fall into it. In the name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts will pay you a visit today. There will be total restoration of lost glory. Men will go out of their way to favor you. That's your hard desire, that job interview, that scholarship, that expectation of yours, they are turned to testimony. The Lord will fight for you. He will make a way for you. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Let's share the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.